couple of notes here from Jesse. Starter minutes the last two games. Uh, Sabonis played 78 minutes and 21 seconds. Fox, 74 minutes. Harrison Barnes played 74 minutes. Kevin Herter played 65. Keegan Murray played 63. Uh, big minutes for all the starters in that back-to-back. Another thing that I was thinking about and I wanted to to look at the numbers or whatever the case may be, but high five material brings out something that I was thinking about. It says Metu has a much better two-man game with Monk also. And I feel like that was the last time I can remember Chemezi playing. It's the was new against, Tyrese and Rashawn. <laughs> well. Yeah, yeah, no, I know where you're going. The last time I yeah. remember him playing, Metu playing, was against Chicago. Okay. And you look at Malik Monk's production since Chicago. It's been really up and down. Hmm. He's gone oh he had twenty points against Chicago. He's gone over fifteen, one, two, three, four, five, six times. The Chicago game was December fourth, by the way. For mm-hmm. those Malik Monk has gone over fifteen points six times since then. Before then, I mean, I can't count it in front of me, but he had a 20, he had a 20, he had a 30, he had a 27, 26, 15, 24, 15, 19. These are all the games mm-hmm. before Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I just feel, you know, I can't put my finger on it, but I feel like he plays better with a guy like Metsu, who's a stretch guy as opposed to a Kata or a Holmes guy. It's not to say those two are bad. I'm just saying for Malik's game. I feel like he plays a little better with him. Let's uh, let's get Javier in here. Two days in a row for Javier. Javier, my main man. 916-909-1320. What's going on, brother? How you guys doing today? Good, man. How you doing? I went to the game last night. Just, you know, observation. Just, you know, I've been really uh, intrigued by keeping uh, collective information because obviously I got some confidence with this new regime. Um, but I just don't see, like, it's just, Terrence Davis, if you're not going to give him consistent minutes to get his rhythm and flow from the perimeter, he's ineffective. Like, and you guys said, which is spot on, he played horrible on defense last night when I watched, but the rest of the team did too. So if you're going to hold him to the standard that you want the rest of the team to play, everyone needs to be accountable for those same standards defensively. And Rashawn, man, it's I just I don't know what happened to do. Like, he used to be good at a push shot. He used to be just, you know, I won't say a rim runner, but somebody could block shots make plays in the interior at the cup, he looks lost out there. Like, he's not – he's scared to dribble the basketball. Like, I've never – when he had Walton and, uh, you know, Walton as a coach in Gentry, he would dribble – he would literally, when he gets the ball to the top of the key, he will wait five seconds for somebody to come and take the ball from him. It's just – it's mind-boggling. Like, dog, I know you know how to dribble. I'm not saying you got to dribble down and make a play, but it's, okay. it's, it's like I don't understand why he's even in the rotation. I mean, we can smirk at that. I just don't know. Well, no, I, Javi, I think you're being a little extra – like he's in an entirely different system, and there, Rashawn has shown signs. It's not like Rashawn forgot how to play basketball. Um, let's also, again, I'm a Rashawn Holmes guy, mm-hmm. but let's also remember there's far more of his career that looks like what we're watching now than what we saw in that you know two year stretch that he had. Yeah. I mean, Rashawn's not three years into the league or four years into the league. Now, this is there's there's a lot of things, you know, working against him at this moment. Everything that he excelled at that earned him, and he absolutely earned that forty million dollar contract. 
everything in, in, in terms of personnel, coaching, all of that stuff is different now. And he is the the best player, certainly one of the best players on this basketball team is at his position. The coach is different. The style is different. The expectations are different. Like, there's a lot working against Rashawn. My biggest criticism of him is that he hasn't found a way to adapt to it 30-some-odd games into the season. Mm-hmm. He's had moments. The push shot, it's there. We've seen it. We saw it very, very recently. Why it can't be consistent is a question that I'm not going to relegate just to Rashawn Holmes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask the same question to Malik Monk and Terrence Davis and Shemezi Metu and every single person on that bench that we're talking about that had a really, really rough two-game stretch here and has just been inconsistent. Yeah. I, like, Even, you know, I was thinking, and I know this is, is, isn't fair, when Malik scored 30 mm-hmm. off the bench, there wasn't a lot, that, like, anywhere else. No. Now, it's tough, I mean, when you got a, a bench score scoring 30, but it's not like, oh, the, be- the bench had, like, a total of 36. Right, right. No, the bench is, is not productive, and when I – I think you understand what I'm saying, and I want to be perfectly clear. I'm not saying this as if Metsu is a savior or he, he's, that's what I know, heard. He's, he's this you know phenomenal talent that's being slept on. <clears throat> what I'm saying is you messed with the rotations. You messed what was working when it was working. What you did didn't work. Whether, for whatever reason you did it, you had your reasons, whether it was practice, you know, whatever was going on, you felt like you needed to do something with the backup center situation. You felt like you needed to do something with taking Terrence Davis out of the rotation. Fine. You have your reasons for doing it. I'm not here to question that. Once again, you see that team more than I do if you're Mike Brown. It's not working. Like, you guys aren't a better defensive team. You're getting worse, and you're losing some of your explosiveness on the offensive end. So why not go back to what was working? That's I guess that's the whole thing about it. Like why why are we still either one gonna say, all right, well let's just get Rashawn in there or whatever and and play the starters forty five minutes. Why and it's it's not working. Like you're not you haven't taken off since you made that decision. So go back to what was working. I don't know. I I, I don't have an answer for that. And the and the I, other I, I just The other thing is I don't know how Casey Akpala just can't ever get on the floor sometimes. Yeah, that that's a, that's the other thing I don't understand. He played seven minutes, eight minutes the night before, was praised all around, was given the defensive player of the game. Mike, last night, well, I'll, I'll, I'll find the clip for you. We'll 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 run it. We got Olivia next. We'll we'll run it for you today. Mike sat down, clearly frustrated, last night talking about the defense. The guy you put the big gold chain on yesterday didn't play. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. But this is where this is, you say you, you know, Mike Brown knows this team more intimately than we do. Hundred percent. There's a reason. I don't know what the reason is, mm-hmm. but there's a reason, and there, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I do not understand it. If you're going to sit down and 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 rightfully so be upset that, and he wasn't even so much upset uh, he uh, about the defense. It was giving up on that perimeter and letting guys get to the basket, particularly late in the game. Who stops that? Casey Akpala is your, at the very least, your second best perimeter defender on your team. That's it. The very least. Which is why it left all of us confused. So I I guess the moral of the story of all this is. KZ has never not performed. No. When asked to. He has never not performed. And I've never once looked at. With all due respect to Rashawn, even Chemezi, I've looked. 
you got to give them the hook. Like this is this is not working. Mm. I've never looked at Casey Akpala that way. Mm. I don't feel like he ever makes the team worse. Mm. You just talk about the offensive end all you want. I don't think anybody cares. De'Aaron's like job. no problem. Right. I'll he, make up for that. KZ does his job. That's it. And, and it's it's one of those things. Even you talk about like you're watching and you know, oh this isn't working. Get get him out of there. All right, cool. Get him out of there for that half. Go back to him the next half. Get him out of if it's the second half. Get him out of there for that game. Whether it's KZ, Metsu, or TD, it's not working at that time. Cool. Get ready for tomorrow night. Like it shouldn't be this whole thing. Like I don't know when Terrence Davis is gonna play again. I bet he feels the same way. Like yeah. man, I had an opportunity. I gave Which up is- a couple of defense rotations. I may not see the court again for four games. Yeah. Metsu, we ain't seen Metsu in in ten games. It's been a while. I mean, he's played some. Played a minute and 26 seconds. Yeah, he got a bucket. He did get a, a bucket. Layup. He was one for one. 100%. Who was, <laughs> Who was that against the other day? Or, that was Memphis. I mean, if you want to be real about it, Chemezi Metu ain't missed in like six <laughs> games. <laughs> you can call it what it is. <laughs> um, all right, we'll continue this discussion. Uh, Olivia Christian, the game last night cap, available on TikTok and Instagram. She joins us next here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Lilo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. It's the gardening hour here on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320 and youtube.com slash ESPN1320. Lilo HGTV. Let's go, baby. No fake plants allowed here on this show. Uh, you can listen on 98.5 FM HD in your electric vehicle or with the HD radio. And of course, we welcome those on the Odyssey app and ESPN1320. And we welcome the host of the game last night, Cap, available on TikTok at the game last night. Uh, make sure you're following. Oh, those shows I noticed as I've gotten more active in the D'Lo and Casey posting. Those game last night caps is doing some numbers. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a popular show over there on TikTok. Really I see is. you. Really is. I see you, dog. Thank Make- you, thank you. I'm trying. A few months ago, I was like, "What am I doing? Why am I putting this stuff out there? No one's gonna watch it." And then that's I stopped for like a month or so. And then when I came back, um, encouraged by other people who told me to keep going. Somebody wrote to me, like, if you ever quit again, I'm contacting my congressman. And I was like, oh, oh. my God, that's so nice. So I've been continuing <laughs> to put those out. No. It's been fun, and it's a way for me to get out all of those things that I think about when I look at sports, which is just beyond the scores and highlights, but around race and politics, religion, um, all that stuff. It's so a it's great, a great outlet for me. So if you care about sports in that way, and if you don't, Follow me on TikTok, please. It's a great excuse to drink every day, too. Because it's like, I got to drink. I got to do the video. Like, how could I do the game last night, Cap, without the Cap? Got to have a drink every day. Exactly. I've been telling my liver that for the past year or so. Like, we're in this together. We got (laughs) to rock together. I like the beanie, by the way, Olivia. like the beanie today. Thank you. You know, I have been unable to get warm today. It's like the sun just started coming out, but it's been freezing in my house. But my thermostat says like 74. I'm like, I don't believe it. So I've got like sweats on, a sweatshirt, a beanie, thick socks, and I still can't get rid of this chill. 74 is insanely hot. That's insanely hot. That's hot. That's really warm. Sir. Like if my thermostat hits 67, it's like, what the hell is going on here? Sir, what the hell is going on? Oh, no. No, no, no. I will freeze people out of my house. I'll tell you that. 
Um, you know what? Before before we get to the Kings, uh, oh, because I know you were watching them last night. Uh, I'm very confident you have some thoughts on uh, Demar Hamlin and what went on on Monday on Monday Night Football. Before we get to your thoughts, let's give you that update that we had mentioned earlier. I'm sure everybody has seen it by now. Uh, it's obviously great news. He's doing um, he's doing very well. The doctors who are actually working on him, not the television doctors, but the ones that have been working on him, uh, have, have said he's responded very well. Uh, neurologically, he's responded very well. Uh, the, the, the best case scenario the doctor said today is he has a very real possibility of going back to the person that he was before Monday, uh, before the game started. So there's a lot of really, really positive. There's a lot of really positive signs uh, for DeMar Hamlin. Of, of course, his charity is now the foundation is releasing a statement saying thank you for the incredible amount of support. I believe they've topped six million Six million dollars, and that's going to remember. This is a this is a brother who makes like a hundred thousand dollars a year. He's been in the league two years. Mm -hmm. Um, That money, you know, going to his charity is going to you know help young people uh, for years and years to come. So uh, some really good news there. Oh, but I'm sure you have some thoughts uh, after what we witnessed on Monday night. Yeah, thank you for providing me with the time, kind of talk about it and let this stuff out. It kind of made me think about a question Kenny posed to me. I don't know, a year ago when I first was on here and he asked me if I was into boxing. And I said, I can't watch boxing because I can't watch people pass out. I can't watch them get become unconscious. I can't see people hitting themselves until they're bloody, they're bruised, their eyes are I can't see it. And not just boxing for me. That's not the attitude I had just with boxing. I mean, obviously that is the goal really to knock somebody out. But Seeing that on a football field, seeing people have concussions, when two will down and fingers bent in that way, it just makes me sick to my stomach. It makes me cry a bit to see that. And of course, we all know that a lot of players are well aware of the risks of playing any professional sport um, to their livelihood, to their mental capacity, their cognitive ability as they move on. And whatever sport, I mean, soccer, they've talked about all the concussions that are happening in soccer and the, the effects of that. I've done stories about that when I worked at Indar. Um, but the challenge that I have around this conversation with Mars, but I mostly am mad at the football associations, their, their leadership, the players association. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still upset at the fact that they don't demand more from this organization. For those people who think that people are going to just for the sake of doing good, they never do. Not people, not big business, especially not billion dollar businesses. You only become a billion dollar business when you're putting your, your foot on the neck of other people. It doesn't happen. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to, other people. somebody has to suffer. I'm, I'm going to ask you to pause right there. Oh, cause we were, we're having a, a, a little c- connection issue that we were trying to play through. Can you reset real quick uh, and come back? Just just, just real quick. We'll pick up right where you left off. I know right where you are. Just a quick reset uh, and come back because uh, obviously I'll live it. We, I, w- I was trying to play through it, yeah. and, 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 and it yeah. felt like it was going to kind of just, just a quick little shuffle, clean itself up. Right. Uh, but your your favorite commercial kept coming back. <laughs> Olivia was hush, hush little baby. We got hit with the remix a couple of times. So <laughs> that's that's uh, we, that, that commercial is in circulation anymore. And because um, it's not the holiday season anymore, I'm mad that my other commercial 
isn't in circulation. My Sprite commercial. Joy to the world. Joy, oh, joy, yeah, joy. Yeah. I, I, can, I can understand. I don't know why that one cracked me up. I don't, I don't know either. I saw it once and thought, oh, that's Kenny's commercial. I think O is back, but looking down at the, I think she's actually still frozen. Yeah, she's still... She's still frozen. I is don't it, know. Is it a situation where she got to call in? Because I want to hear everything. Yeah, got to say. It, it, it looks like can is it? Can you do? Can you? It, it, don't get down. It's all right. Can you do a complete like like computer everything? Because it's probably internet and weather and all of that stuff. But I I don't want what you're saying to get lost. So can, let's just try that really quick. Uh, and and then if that doesn't work, we'll we'll go to the phone because I, mm-hmm. I obviously we're we're not talking. You know, rebounds and assists here. I, I want her to be able to yeah. to get that across. Yeah. Uh, so Olivia is going to do a a, a a quick reset and looking. I'm not positive if she knows what I mean by that. Just text her to restart her computer because <laughs> I still see her in the. I still see the the box below the uh, below us. But um, at least there, it, like it, you know, that's that's uh, obviously that's that's been a. A lengthy discussion this week in the fallout of of Demar Hamlin is is the NFL and being vested now has become a a, a thing that people are discussing and you you only get vested in insurance and so on after being in the league for so long and again this is a I think you hit me to this what you say a six round pick mm-hmm. we just mentioned you know a hundred something thousand dollars a year that's that's not it's a fine living. That's not life-changing money. No, no. I, I, I saw something. Um, it's been on Twitter all over the place. Uh, I tweeted out whatever. Garrett Bush. Um, I don't know who he is. I don't know if he's a former player. Or, you know, I wasn't familiar with him before, but he, he's on a show called The Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And he, I mean, the things that he said um, on this show was, you know, about his – about as real as you're going to hear anything. And and I don't know if anybody's seen it or heard it, but it, it was surrounded basically what we talked about with, you know, the salary that uh, DeMar Hamlin makes, um, his years of service, and what that will or won't essentially get him in the, in the way of uh, lifetime benefits, um, you know, health care, all this other stuff. And... You know, I urge anybody to see it's on my Twitter. But, I mean, he just broke it down perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. And he talked about how. To prove I wasn't blocked, by the way. I did. I, I saw that on your Twitter. <laughs> never never will block my man D-Lo. Mm-hmm. Never. Might mute him, but never block him. Actually, d he don't tweet enough for me to mute him. He don't tweet that much. And when no, you do, when you do tweet, it's about something that I'm looking, I'm interested in. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't tweet a it's lot. It's not like Patriots or something. <laughs> Olivia back with us. It, uh, Olivia is back with us in freaking 4K right now. Yeah, she looks <laughs> like, phenomenal. She looks absolutely incredible. Um, if you can, and I know it's hard, I I, I I I want to get back into what we were talking about with Demar Hamlin, and you were talking about billionaires putting their foot on the neck of other people, and 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 I and I know it's kind of tough to pick up where you were, but uh, we're obviously very interested in what you were saying. Thank you. And I'm so sorry for the technical difficulties. But like you said, it's likely because everyone's working from home and yeah. T-Mobile is terrible. Anyways, um, <laughs> I was I was talking about billionaires and, uh, you know, the NFL being a billion dollar organization. And if we're expecting them or any other billion dollar organization to do right by people for the sake of doing right, we are going to be holding our breath for a long time. 
Um, I watched a video that Kenny retweeted this morning, and I don't know the name of that that show, that sports show. And there was a gentleman on there talking about everything that Demar might be be experiencing for the rest of his life. Luckily, we have updates that he's he's doing much better. He's able to communicate through writing, and um, his cognitive ability seems to be all intact. But prior to knowing that, we're all concerned about what his life would be like just beyond surviving it. Um, and he he in, the video clip ended with him saying that he thinks the NFL should do well by players for the sake of doing well. Just do the right thing. I don't think it's the Players Association. I'm like, you lost me right there. The Players Association, they hold all the cards. If there aren't any players on the field, there is no game. There is no there aren't commercials being sold. All of us who get paid by talking about we don't exist, these players should be demanding more. And the NBA, their Players Association, they know what's up. They don't take any of this kind of stuff. And I don't know why NFL players won't unite in a bigger way. When this country was thriving, we had a thriving middle class. It's because unions were fighting for things because big business will never do it. They had to create laws that said, you're not allowed to dump crap into our water. You can't pollute the earth. They weren't going to do that out of the goodness of their heart, even though their own families, their own children would be drinking that water and inhaling those fumes. They weren't going to do that on their own. We had to create laws that said, you can't do that anymore. And when unions were saying, ah, we're not going to have you know, seven-day work weeks. We're going to have eight hours. We're going to have a paid lunch. Those are when things changed and we created wealth for the middle class. We still have to make those gains in the NFL and other players' associations. It's insane to me that people are even talking about the fact that the NFL should just do better because they should just do better. They have never represented themselves to do better out of the goodness of their hearts. It's only when us fans and players demand more. And I'm hoping this is the tipping point but we've hoped for that stuff in the past, right? With Colin Kaepernick and, you know, they wrote end racism in the end zone, like, oh, great. But then we find out things like people can't get hired. We need the Rooney rule in place and it still hasn't been effective. So all of us hoping and praying that the NFL will do better right by their players, by their fans. Uh, I think we just need to stop waiting for them to do better and for the players to stand up. Maybe they can have a weekend with the NBA Players Association, tell us what you did and help us to get organized in that same huh. way. That's what well, I'm hoping yeah, for. Yeah, right. Well, that that is a <laughs> that's a beautiful thought. Well, the the other the thing about that Olivia, you're not it's wrong. Raining Kool-Aid outside right now too. <laughs> you're not wrong with what you're saying. You're 100% correct. But that ship is sailed waiting on the players association yeah. to do something. They've already locked themselves <laughs> into something. They've done like it's they don't have no cards to play. Unless I, I'm sure there's some kind of non-strike clause in there or whatever the case may be. Maybe they should probably think about breaking it. But like they they're locked into something. I think I don't believe anybody's I don't believe anybody's ever locked into that stuff. Never. No, well, that's what I'm saying. They, they may. I don't know what the ramifications are for a non-strike clause. I remember when I worked for. A big, a big corporation, I'll just say that big, not here. This was but you couldn't strike. Like the when you went to the the um, workers union or whatever, mm-hmm. it was okay. Like I understand we're gonna do this and this and this, but you cannot strike. That is in our our thing. So I don't know if you go outside the union or whatever you do. Like maybe that's the case, but there are those things in there, and I don't know what the ramifications are if you strike when it's in the the uh, agreement that you can't strike. I don't know what that is, but that will be their play because they can't negotiate nothing no more. But I also do believe that it is up to us fans and us in the media to put pressure on the NFL, to put pressure on it. Maybe it doesn't do anything, but it doesn't hurt 
to ask Jed York, to ask Jerry Jones, why is the CBA this way? Do you think that's fair? And they may skirt around it. And then you'll see him next week. Jerry, I asked you last week, why is the CBA this way? Do you think that's okay? And he may skirt around it again. Jerry, next week, I asked you last time, you didn't really give me Why is it? They need to start answering. And I don't think it's good enough to just be like, well, they're owners, they're billionaires, they don't care. They need to start answering. And if they want to give a truthful answer of, I'd rather, you know, how much money that costs? You know, I'll lose uh, $1 billion. Well, you're worth six. You're telling me that you can't live off $5 billion? But there isn't a scenario where they lose a billion dollars. And that's, I, I know, that's what it boils down to because, you, and rightfully so, you're putting the pressure on the owners. The owners aren't going to feel pressure from players. Mm-hmm. They're going to feel it from fans only because the fans have put so much pressure on advertisers. We keep using the term fans. Fans can dictate the advertisers. stuff. So they put pressure on the advertisers, that's where it changed. Remember the Jamil Hill suspension from ESPN. That's what it was about when she was talking mm-hmm. about uh, the NFL. She was talking about Jerry Jones, and she said if you, if, if you really wanted to apply pressure, you'd boycott AT&T and the sponsors mm-hmm. of the Dallas Cowboys. That applies pressure. Watching games doesn't really do anything unless you can get, like, 15 million of your closest friends to do it too. When when do we say uh, things change for Daniel Snyder? FedEx. When, when FedEx said. Not yep. when the, the they had marches and, and protests. In they the had stadium. Congress <laughs> and it didn't do anything. No. FedEx, FedEx said, said, you will change this name. Or you will lose this money. And that that's what happened. I think that, I've Olivia, I've given up on, on the Players Association doing something. It's up to fans and I think the media. It's not one path against another. It's not a one track that we're walking on to achieve these things. It does take other people, other organizations, advertisers, fans to do what we need to do in order to put the pressure on them. But I don't, I know there's a big question around whether or not the media asking those questions of owners like Jerry Jones and Dan Snyder week after week, every time they have opportunity, is it in their best interest to do that? What show, what network are they on that gets paid when they put that game on, when they have commentators that are there to discuss? So there's always going to be people who are trying to leverage this to their, you know, to their game. But in the end, the product on the field is put on by players. And if we go through history and we see when change is made, it's by the individuals who are asked to do the work. Remember during COVID with those necessary workers we had out there? So Amazon was was shamed into giving them, what, $2 more an hour? Mm -hmm. But as that died down, they went back to paying them just as little as they could. They went in there and tried to break up unions because they know the power of organizing. And yeah, a lot of these corporations would put in things like, oh, you, you can't really strike. And they will do illegal things to make sure those companies continue to make billions and billions of dollars for certain individuals. Being afraid to strike because of retaliation is how they keep you in line. And that's why I say it's up to players to lead this revolt. Fans won't do it if players are willing to keep coming out there and put their lives at risk and then get hit and potentially have to sit out and then have to fight for compensation after they've retired. That's the other thing about the NFL. And I talked about this in my last video for the game last nightcap. The NFL just last year, after they were being sued, said, oh, yeah, we've been discriminating against black players by saying they had less cognitive ability to lose anyway. Mm-hmm. So if they, you know, if they're having challenges around that post post NFL career, well, they weren't that smart to begin with. So we'll give them less when they actually did give some black players some money, because we already know that 70 percent of them, their claims were denied. And the NFL still hasn't even paid a big percentage of the money in that settlement out to other players. So again, unless the players demand more at the top, and it could be a multi-layered effort here by fans, by media, by advertisers, but it has to be led by the people who are the ones who are literally 
on the field, risking their lives and, and there's the for point. our entertainment. And Olivia, once again, you're spot on. They're not going to do it. The players aren't going to do it. They're not. We seen the last CBA was was promoted and talked about is the biggest one that they've had in that sport, and it was going to set the groundwork for the next fifty years of this league. And five hundred of them didn't even vote. Yeah. Like they're those play the players, they're not going to show up as a as a group. I'm just like we say the the owners aren't going to give no money back. I'm confident saying these players are not going to show up. They never have collectively. I'm not saying there's a good portion of them that care about it or trying to do the right thing. But as a collective, they've shown, just like the owners have shown their greediness, these players have shown they're not going to show up because they lose every negotiation. Well, there's two things. One, these players are, what, 22, 24 years old? They're not thinking long-term. They're trying to get in, get vested, get a pension, be able to live their dreams, make some money until they're, they're termed out. So I'm not expecting those individuals to get it, but there are retired players who know better, like Shannon Sharp and those folks who do have a mic that are trying to preach to these young fellows to stop looking just at the immediate future. In general, I think you guys know that I am not an optimistic person when it comes to humanity. We make dumb decisions all the time. My hope is that this will wake them up, but I'm not expecting it. But I definitely won't won't concede the argument that it's impossible because lots of things seemed impossible before they happened. And again, I'm hoping that collectively the effort will be maintained throughout the playoffs. Likely, you know, we turn the page on this and we start talking about something else. But I can't stop kind of preaching this because I, 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 again, history has shown us when people have organized, things change. And you look at the tech industry. A lot of the work I do is with tech companies. People are getting laid off. These tech companies are making just as much money, if not more than before the pandemic, but now they're laying off folks. And you know why? Because they're not organized, they aren't unionized, they don't have it in their contracts, so they can lay people off. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens to football players. Their contracts aren't guaranteed. I mean, you can't even get that. That seems insane to me. But I, like, I, yeah, the fact it's, that- it's heartbreaking what happened to him. I'm not optimistic, but I'm slightly hopeful that they will wake up to it. It's pretty amazing, you know, regarding contracts. Derek Carr signed an extension like last, last year mm-hmm. he can get cut one month from now that contract he signed for what, three years four years he can get cut one month from now and be owed nothing mm. or little you know close to nothing certainly not what he was owed and uh if his contract becomes fully guaranteed yeah. um this feels you know it's so reminiscent of that famous summer of 2020 where for a fleeting moment in history, Black Lives Mattered. Mm. And everyone had something to say, and, 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 and I think Olivia just alluded to this, and then you're on to something else. Well, w- what's no one's posting black squares. There's no Black Lives Matter sales. There's none, none of that stuff is going on anymore. Um, shout out to Nordstrom's, by the way. Nordstrom's is the one website I found who kept a tab that you can go to their website and search black owned and founded, mm. and you can search every black designer creator on their I think website. I, did see that over the weekend too, yeah. um, I echo that. Nordstrom is a client of mine. They hired me to talk to a number of their internal groups. They're called employee resource groups, and they're committed to it. And like you said, they have maintained this relationship years since the big groundswell in 2020. Yeah, so it's, shout out it's, to them. If they want to send me some free clothes, I'll I'll rock them. Shop from there. Yeah, it, it's it's tremendous. I, but I, you, and d- if you, if you just real quick, Sacramento Kings. 
Oh, Sa- Sacramento yeah. Kings didn't. They they kept the same energy all mm-hmm. to this day. Shout out Kendra Montgomery Block, who made sure uh, they kept the same energy. Uh, Kendra, we're going to need that purple beam uh, to turn some <laughs> colors in June. Um, but you you mentioned turning the page, and what I'm fearful of, oh, is Saturday the page gets turned because we're back. All indications are at least we're back to playing football, and now we're talking playoffs mm-hmm. and see. Pretty much everything we avoided this week, never talked about it. It gets it gets back into the forefront on Saturday and Sunday, and now we're just racing to the playoffs. Now it does. Yeah. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. No, and, that, and, and they talk about the money that's going to be lost as a result. And, and Go ahead, Kenny. No, I was just going to say, and that's where I put I'll put the onus on myself because I'm a member of the media. You know, I may not talk to Jed York or Mark Davis. You know, as frequently as you know. They have a Jerry Jones show or something like that, but as a media, we like the players are going to move on. They're they're going to move on. They shouldn't. They absolutely shouldn't. But that's what they're going to do. It's up to us. Just like we don't forget to talk about Brett Favre and how he should be in jail, mm-hmm. we can't forget to to shame these owners into what they've done with this connect collective bargaining agreement. We can't forget to do it. Like we can't say, oh, we moved on. We need to mention all the time. You know, if Demar Hamlin can't play again, he doesn't have health care. We need to be saying that, like we say, Brett Favre. I, I, I don't disagree one bit. Uh, I don't disagree one bit. The game last night, Cap on uh, TikTok. You can. It's not exclusively on TikTok yet, or is it? No, you can okay. also follow me on Instagram, and it's the game last night. I was about to say, oh, did you sign that Paramount Plus deal where it's exclusively somewhere? Okay, well, well I, I, I know okay. that. I I know. Okay. I just I know that that was something she was thinking about doing was keeping the game last night cap on 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 TikTok. the The show is called Game Last Night Cap. the The handle on TikTok uh, is the Game Last Night, and on Instagram, it's the ga- it's the Game underscore Last Night. Yes, if you follow Damien, you'll see where I am. He follows me everywhere. That's my brother. Appreciate yes. that, and uh, you'll find yeah. me. Yeah, it's it came across very weird that you said I follow you everywhere, but I I got you. I know we know what you meant. Uh, that's Olivia Christian right there. We'll be back uh, with more here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Lo and Casey continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Uh, big shout out to Olivia. You could go to oliviachristian.co uh, to purchase her book, just like Coach Molly did. Coach yeah. Molly grabbed her book. I got to I got to get a Maybach old book. I'm slipping. I'm slipping. Oliviachristian.co. Uh, uh, that's where you get it. Soren's asking, is uh, Trista coming to SAG in the middle of a bomb cyclone? <laughs> yeah, she will be here. Uh, she'll be here for a, a, a large chunk of the show. Uh, she's only going to be here a couple of days, so she's not. Um, but plus, she's smart. No smart person checks bags anymore. Yeah, unless you're gone for a week um, or two weeks. I've become I, I, I've, I've become a master of I'm going to fit everything into these carry-ons. Yeah, I say that, and I actually checked bags last time I got on a plane. That wasn't the best idea. When most you flew of, to the island? Yeah, most of You were going like to a day. Yeah, check the bag. Oh, that is bro. That, was bad that job is not bright. Me. That is that was not. Bad job by me. Bad that, job by that, me. That's that's bad work right there. <laughs> but uh Olivia uh, excuse me, Trista lands uh, I believe at twelve o'clock. 
and her plan is to come straight here to the studio. So we should uh, get to spend uh, a couple of hours with it's with Trista Liddy, here in Liddy. studio. Uh, in addition, of course, to to Kyle being with us uh, and James Ham being with us as well, so uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be in these streets on Saturday, man. So if you're if you're at, actually, it's gonna be pretty ugly. No one's gonna be roaming around downtown Sacramento. So if you're at the game, uh, Kings well, and Lakers, depends. make sure you see Trista. It, it it might rain, should rain. Well, not- y'all know you've been calling for rain for like a month and a half. Well, I mean, Sunday it is going to rain. Sunday, oh, Sunday. Sunday, okay, Sunday you. is a, is a rain day. But okay, gotcha. you know, Christina Warner mm-hmm. and all my you know meteorologists out there said Friday is a relatively clear day. Chance of rain on Saturday. Okay. And then it gets ugly again going into Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. All right, Christina. Well, if you're listening, um, and we appreciate it because I know Christina listens, as she she mentioned on Twitter yesterday. Could we just shut the rain down for Saturday? Because that's what meteorologists do. Like they control the weather, right? They they coordinate with Mother Nature and determine what the weather is going to be. If we could just chill out on Saturday, did you ever be, see that movie? Be really helpful. Wasn't that a movie where they controlled the weather? Jesse, you heard about that movie, right? I can't like think of the movie and stuff yeah. like that, but I'm sure like Bruce there is Almighty. A, yeah, there is a movie out there. And I'm sure there's a movie where they control the weather. Like that movie exists. I don't yeah. know what it's called though. I can't. Remember. I haven't seen it. I just remember the, like the commercials for it. Okay. You know, I always get a little, uh, I do believe that, like, movies aren't just made just to be made. Oh, no. You get them from somewhere. Which one of your friends told you this? What What, what are you about no, to say? No, I'm not saying people control the weather. I'm just oh. saying, like. Well, I, Christina. Christina Warren well, controls Christina the weather. Control the weather. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, they, I, I don't I don't know. Like, somebody, people get these ideas from somewhere, whether it's an imagination. Weed. Well. <laughs> That's not anything that I we, we, weed or perhaps something stronger. Ba- based on the plot of the movie you just laid out, I'm guessing it's something stronger. <laughs> Geo Storm is what they're saying. It's they're called. calling you Kenny Irving now. Oh, oh the world is round. Okay, <laughs> the world is round. They're just people controlling the weather. <laughs> That's all right. I didn't say they were controlling the weather, but that is a movie about people controlling the weather. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Who controls the Kings? <laughs> Whoever it is, I need I need to bribe them Wait, with, a, with a couple. I, of I normally get I normally get a notification. I know people are asking. I, I, to the best of my knowledge, I have my phone right in front of me. The last two minute report has not come out yet. Uh, so when it does, we'll we'll. So what do you we'll tell you, you what they lied to us there? about it today? You think you think the Dejounte's uh, S- play at the end is going to be on there? Offensive foul, non call. He extended his arm. Mm-hmm. That to me is the that's the foul. Mm-hmm. When when if you drop your shoulder and you tuck, like hey, maybe maybe it doesn't get called. He, he extended his arm. That's that's the call to me. Um, I, it, the, the so I'm gonna ask you the tray shot that Mike challenged the the foul. I I think it was King. I can't remember who Kevin it was. Herter. Kevin Herter. Should that have been an offensive foul? Because um, no. they 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 overturned the call mm-hmm. and and side out of bounds or whatever. But it was a you know I'm just, I'm using the buzz term unnatural shooting motion. Mm-hmm. Should that have been an offensive foul? No, because he didn't shoot the ball. He passed it. Okay. 
That's how the Hawks got the ball back. Okay. So I mean, he was going up. He was going his up. Elbow went up with him. The one, the one they reviewed, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. one that got overturned. So he ended up passing it. No, I, 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 I understand that. I'm saying just in, he, he was going up. He ultimately passed it, but his, his, his elbow didn't it hit Kevin Herter in the face? Mm. I have to look at it again. I don't pull up say, the tape. I don't want to say, say anything pull, until I look at pull it. Pull up again. the tape, Kenny. Watch <laughs> the tape. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't think. I, I said this yesterday. I just don't believe the NF, the NBA is going to acknowledge that they got the determining play in the Kings game. That was a hell of a play by Dejounte Murray. It was. I hated it. Was a hell of be, a play. I hated had to be him, but man, that was a big time. It, it, play. it was a hell of a play. I, I, I hate that he got De'Aaron like that. But I thought De'Aaron played it perfectly, as perfectly as you can recover in that situation. I, I think he did. And there is absolutely no chance in that situation De'Aaron would attempt to flop. No. He would guard that play the best that he can. Mm-hmm. And he De, De, DeJounte pushed him away. Yeah, that was offensive foul. I, I just I don't think the I don't think the NBA will acknowledge it. I talked about this on on the latest episode of J Street Vibes, and I talk about it all the time. Is that time. available now wherever you get podcasts wherever from? Wherever you get podcasts from, terrific. I talk about should it. Probably talk about that a lot more than we do. <laughs> it's a great podcast. <laughs> should 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 hear it. <laughs> don't well, thing on here. Well, um, then we'd miss who's the. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You better be careful, pal. I know. My bad. <laughs> um, but I mean, these these referees. I mean, they should have to talk. Like, I'm sick of the two minute report. I'm sick of pool reporters and all this other stuff. And that pool report stuff, because one popped up yesterday regarding a, or maybe it was the day regarding the Bucks game. Mm-hmm. Apparently, something happened. It, it's so fake. Like, it, it's not this. This this doesn't help. No. This does nothing. These referees get – throw a referee out there like you would a coach, mm-hmm. like you would a player, and make them answer questions. They're a part of the game too. Simple as that. Make them answer – they get to prep and plan, and it, and it, and it, and it gets uh, – it gets, um, you know, the, 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 uh, condensed, and they get this chance to rehearse it. Like, that's that's trash. These players don't get to. These coaches don't get to. These officials shouldn't get to. Uh, I, I agree. I think they should be talking. And – I, I said this. I don't know if it. Um, I don't know if it if if it, other people feel this way, but I would I would be able to accept a lot more than a last two minute report, like a nameless last two minute report or whatever. If a referee got in front of a camera after seeing a, a missed call and be like, you know what, I I missed it. I missed the call. <laughs> I'm sorry. I missed it. I just had a vision of the you know when the officials explain the review. Uh-huh. It was just one pressing the button, going "Whoops!" and turning around <laughs> and walking away. Just, my bad. Yeah, just if if uh, my favorite reporter, I forgot her name, uh, or my favorite <laughs> referee, oh. I forgot her name. Uh, you, you, somebody, you, I didn't you like know her, her so much. You 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 forgot her name. Well, I didn't I didn't know her name, and then somebody said her name uh, in my comments. But she was there last night. She mm-hmm. was the the long the lady with the mm-hmm. long curly hair. Um, Ashley Moyer, I'm not going to mess up her last name, but Ashley, Ref Ashley. What was Moyer, her middle name? She's like a, she's married. Like oh, Moyer okay, or something. she got the two names. Yeah, Moyer, Gleach, Gleek, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. 
But Ref Ashley. Okay, Ref Ashley. I like that. Um, I think she's. I think she's a good referee. You know, she made some some suspect calls at the end of the game last night or whatever. But I think in general, every time that I've seen her, she's been a good referee. If she got in front of the the camera at the end of the game last night and said, you know, you know, we 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 missed that Dejounte. He, he he extended the arm a little bit. Um, the vantage point that I have, I, I I didn't see that. I missed it, and you know, I missed the call. I, I but then the what? Like you 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 just keep it moving? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like if you're gonna have a two minute report, like like it's got to be all or nothing in my opinion. Either walk away and move on with life, you know, don't talk to reporters, don't have a last two minute report, and do it that way. Or have the last two minute report and have these referees be able to speak, but the the combination of the two, like they can't speak, but we have a last two minute report, that doesn't work, yeah. like that's trash. So, yeah, 